So can we talk for a second about Sonic Forces? Got it. Okay, done. End <laughs> podcast now. <laughs> End a- the recording. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. No, no, hear me out. Basically, Sega has said to the Sonic fandom, guess what? You can make your own original characters as a playable character in a Sonic game now. So basically, you can play DeviantArt, the video game, by putting your OC in there. Is that, it's actually it's actually pretty ingenious. Yeah, I yeah, it I think it's I think it's brilliant. I think this uh, this finally allows people who want to play Sonichu to play Sonichu, so that's a good thing. Um, but everyone's gonna hate on it because in the comments I'll be like, I'll see things like, "What the hell, Sega? Why couldn't you just put in like Knuckles or Shadow?" And I'm like. Why don't you just make Knuckles or Shadow in the character maker, and then you still have Knuckles and Shadow? Except you can then change Shadow's like quill spike color, and he'll be Dark Blade the Hedgehog. You know, your original character that's stronger than Shadow and possesses the eighth Chaos Emerald. And he's dating uh, Tails and Knuckles and Knuckles and, and Knuckles and Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> De- Dead Pilot the Hedgehog is dating uh, Fudinari <laughs> Amy Rose. <laughs> God damn. I'd let her bot me with her mallet. Uh, <laughs> I I would love to see artwork of Dead Pilot the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I, 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 I would make uh, Chris Benoit the Hedgehog. <laughs> no! <laughs> Because that's the first thing everyone does if you go online to, to like download creative characters in wrestling games is like Chris Benoit. Gotta have Chris Benoit. <laughs> very, very good technical mat worker. <laughs> yes. Very much so. I assume. Not knowing anything about wrestling. Oh, man. Hey. There are two other... There are two other people that aren't normally here. No, yeah, that's I know. Right. Welcome to Undercooked Analysis. Uh, I'm here. Dead Palette's here. Kayla's here. And uh, wel- I'd like to welcome back our friends from Cinema Nippon, Eli and Kylie. Uh, he- hello. Hi. Hello, Hi. world. Thank you for having us in, in this uh, spacious beachfront mansion. It's, uh, it, it's it's great. This you, you, your studio is beautiful. I'm glad you. I'm glad you. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Are you, are you enjoying the pina coladas? Oh yes, yes. Okay. Absolutely. So so on the way in here was the uh, uh, masked sex orgy on the way tasteless or tasteful? <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, extremely tasteful. I don't know what you're talking about. I how could that be construed as tasteless? I. Classical you know. music was playing in the background, I mean. Yeah. Well, I see a bump on your head, which implies that you probably slipped at some point, and I'm sorry about that, but the, the janitor can only keep up so much. <laughs> no, I'm, sor- I'm sorry, custodian. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, this is a civilized podcast. <laughs> he is in custody of the mansion, so... Of course. He is a custodian, not a janitorial staff. (laughs) He's employed by the master. The master of disaster. I was going to go with Vader, but okay. Hey! (laughs) Well, since you guys are here in this spacious house, I figured, uh, you know, I wanted to to ask while I'm at it, do you guys think uh, the conditions are good? Everything's pretty clean? Everything's pretty... Um, you know, up to code, would you say? Because I worked really hard to keep to make sure everything looked good. I mean, I think we could do without the asbestos, but other than that, <laughs> well, at least you know we what? have at least we have the best asbestos. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Oh, God damn it! I was gonna say, well, you know what they say: asbestos is best. Dose. <laughs> but oh man, yeah, thank thank God I said the thing I said first. <laughs> <laughs> 
So first on our agenda, fuck you. And second on our agenda, uh, we're going to read a story tonight uh, called The Crawling House on Black Pond Road. What a very what, long what? title that sounds like a mix between the, ho- the, uh, the House on Haunted Hill versus The Crawling Hand. Mm-hmm. Versus 13 versus Dead End Drive. Lincoln. Yeah. Versus Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to play 1313 13 Dead and Drive. I kept seeing, I, I never had a chance to play that as a kid. And I kept I. seeing him. I know, and I kept seeing him like, that looks so cool. David, let's get that board game at some point. Sure, let's do that. Um, the reason. We, we need to, the board, only board game every household should have is the dating game. I actually used to have the dating game. I think I the, go ahead. I I, I was going to say I think though I think uh, a, a reasonable um, a reasonable follow up if you can't get that is mystery date. Open the door. <laughs> open the door. <laughs> I, uh, I actually I actually had that a uh, dating game where it had um, the phone and. They actually had cards of all these, like, cheesy-looking guys that are, like, you're just like, oh, dear God. And I think, actually, one of the guys on there is a young, um... Corey Feldman. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, that, that's, a, that's a different board game. It's a board game where you can date different people, but they're all secretly Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, Corey no, Feldman with different wigs on. Who, who's the actor that plays Captain America again? It's um, uh, Chris uh, Evans. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, like one of the he was like one of the models for this like cheesy telephone dating game board game. And he's like, "Hi, I'm this guy, and I like pizza." <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I do it, believe that it's him. Yeah, I think that was, like, one of his first gigs, I want to say, but that was, like, a weird thing to realize. It doesn't matter matter if it's actually him. It needs to be him in our hearts. Yes. Yes. Chris Evans will always be uh, (laughs) on a... phone call away. Yes. And his favorite food is uh, pepperoni pizza, man. My my favorite... It was recently announced that all the Overwatch characters like pineapple on their pizza. Yes! Yes! They're all heathens. Suck it! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Dave and I are uh, pineapple on pizza lovers, and I know that a lot of people will say, like, blasphemy! (laughs) I like pineapple on pizza. It's it's fine. Good. Yay! Yay! I mean, I'm kind of middle of the road on it. It's not the best, it's not the worst, I don't know. We're, we're at war. Pick a side. <laughs> I'm Sweden. <laughs> um, Cinema Sweden. Cinema Sweden. Oh no, you could you could review left the right one in. I'm actually reading that book. That book is so good. I'm so excited yeah. to watch the movie. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. April Fool's Day next year. Cinema Sweden. Make it happen. <laughs> that's that's not a bad idea. Yeah, because I already did an anime review this year, so gotta mix it up next year. There you go. There you go. Or, and only people who listen to this podcast will be in the know. Yeah. Or my, my alternate theory is you could do an episode where you make Japanese propaganda. So it's like the stuff that comes out of uh, out of North Korea, but for Japan and like how Japan is a glorious nation and. Yeah, but I could see that totally blowing up as the most popular video on the channel and people taking it totally unironically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, so why don't we... Uh, do you, have we met our banter quota for this episode? Looks at I risk. I think we have. I think we have. Oh, okay, yeah. Intro banter episode. So let's talk about the crawling house on Black Pond Road. I can't sleep. I have to share this. Because maybe I won't feel... Uh, feel if I share Dr. Kirsch 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 says to write and uh, to write and get it off my chest writing about it might release me from it what should I title this 
therapy? I'm currently seated at a computer terminal in a little white sterile room. There's about a half dozen other computer terminals here, all faced in the same way like a classroom. There's posters on the walls with medical information. Everyone in them looks happy and complacent. Zombies. This place is called Sleep Health Centers, just outside of Boston. It's a clinic for people with sleeping disorders. No, geez. Just outside of Boston. Boston. <laughs> I'm feeling a little loopy from the S. Zopiclone. So if my writing gets all garbled, just deal with it and I can edit when I'm clear-headed. How, how did you turn into a southern accent as well? Because <laughs> they took out the G. Yeah. Uh, for it's like I'm feeling, but I again I probably should do a Boston accent, but I don't know how to do a Boston accent. Howdy doody, it's me, Mister Mister uh, Man from Boston. Yeah. This is a Boston accent. <laughs> South Boston, you know. Oh, I'm from uh, South Boston. Boston. <laughs> uh, the doc wants me to do a little writing. He said the repetition can help with insomnia, and I gotta admit. If things were normal, this room and the clack of these keystrokes would probably make me pass right the fuck out. Things ain't normal, though. <laughs> that was pretty good. All right, five paragraphs. Awesome. So, uh, okay, so is it back to me? Yep. Okay. It's not that I can't sleep. It's that I don't want to sleep. I actually doze off pretty frequently, but then I realize I'm falling asleep and snap myself out of it. When I don't, I when I drift off and can't stop myself, I dream, and that's what I want to avoid. If I could control what I dream about, I would sleep right now and not wake up till fucking October. But I can't control it. Ever since May. Ever since. <laughs> wait, I was waiting for somebody to respond to that. Um, I'm getting that this person is afraid of sleep, so if they fall asleep and start dreaming, I'm assuming that they're going to dream about falling asleep. <laughs> it's it's sleep. It's a it's it's Inception. <laughs> um, Tom. That house on Black Pond Road. Oh, Tom's the name of the house. Well, we that's good to know. <laughs> Tom, the house on Black Pond Road. I'm just, it's kind of hard to make sense of what's happening here. Ever And ever since May, ever since Tom, that house on Black Pond Road. Well, he, Remember, said, he, he said the writing might be a little garbled because he's on he's on meds yeah. right now. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Just pretty, yeah, like, at, le at least he made that clear. I assume yeah. it's a he. Uh, fuck. Just thinking about it makes my skin crawl. <laughs> and writing that makes me see it all again in my head. I don't want to relive it, but Dr. Kirsch, he's my doc. Nice guy, smiles a lot, practically whispers when he talks. Dr. Kirsch said that if I write about the experience, it might release me from it. Like there's some sort of mental hold on me, torture in me. Guilt? I was as much a victim as Tom was. Tom. So everyone, else, like, my inability to do anything other than a southern accent is rubbing off on other people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> David, save us. I'll find a way when we get to mine. I'll do another, I'll do another southern accent. Oh, God. Um, Tom was my friend from college. We both attended BU uh, freshman year. His room was right across the hall from mine. I remember running into him on the beach late one night. On a when bench. my on a oh my god on the okay. beach on a bench okay I got it wrong it says on a bench I remember running into him on a bench late one night when my oh god damn it I was trying to fuck it up on purpose and I accidentally did it right <laughs> bravo mm. uh, was spending too long taking uh, talking on the phone to his girlfriend from home Tom bummed a uh, bummed me a smoke. And we just sat and talked about our roommates' idiosyncrasies for a couple hours. After that, we just hung out all the time. Even after college, we stuck together. We uh, both both got jobs in the city, lived near each other in uh, Somersville. Uh, so this is kind of hard to read, 
but I understand the voice of the narrator, what it's what it's attempting. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> I, Idiosyncrasies. I, I kind of give it props that it's this uh, it's giving this character a voice, yeah. and not just a voice, mm-hmm. a, a local voice, and that it it does kind of drive it more into reality. So I, I actually do appreciate it for that. I do take issue with the idea of there being beaches in Boston. Come on, writer, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was, I was tra- racking my brain going, but surely there are, are beaches in Boston because there's like a harbor in Boston. When was it? It was May, right. Friday the fucking 13th of all days. And Tom called me up after work and said... What you got going on this weekend? And I said, nothing. And he said, any chance you can help me clean out our house? And I said, who are we robbing? And he said, my dad aunt. And I said, friends help you move. Good friends help you move bodies. And he said, unfortunately, somebody already moved the body. But she's got a lot of other shit in her place and I need to clean it out so it can get sold. I really like that paragraph. I do, too. That sounds exactly like the type of shit I would say to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> You mean you would tell your friends that you're gonna rob a dead aunt? Yeah, like, uh, like that would be my response. It's like, can you help? Like, uh, hey, we're heading over to the cemetery. Who are we gonna dig up? I, I've made like that that type of joke before, like that uh, morbid with friends. Ah, yes. do you not realize the company I keep, David? No, I know the company you keep. So he picked me up that night, and we drove and listened to tunes on the radio, stopped and ate and chilled and just drove and drove. And I asked and I asked him as we were going, How'd she die? I'm sorry you keep these, these tiny little paragraphs, Kylie. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> she hung herself. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. Don't be. She was batshit insane. <laughs> I'm sure she loved you, too. Hardly. But she loved her brother, and he just happened to be my father. He needs to get to the house. Oh, he needs to get the house sold. But they live out in Washington now, so I agreed to clean the house. What a good son. Well, I'm getting paid for it. Oh, I see. I helped do the work, and you get all the reward. You get the reward of my company for a weekend in some rat hole. <laughs> I guess that's better than what I had planned. Uh, Black Pond Road. That's a hell of a name. Her house looked like it was going to collapse. It was one floor, one large living room connected to a tiny kitchen and two tiny bedrooms. The bathroom was practically a closet. There was a screened porch off the side looking out into the woods. It was after one in the morning when we got there. I remember suggesting we sleep in the car just in case the house collapsed. Tom pulled out a flashlight. We gathered our bedrolls and backpacks and went inside. I was... The floor moved. It was dark, but when Tom shone his light in, I swore it looked for a moment like the floor moved. Fuck that floor. (laughs) Fuck that floor in particular. (laughs) It was the kitchen. Greasy, stained white tiles. Everything in that room was greasy and stained, even the windows. They were so gross, the reflected light from Tom's flashlight came back like a mustardy puke yellow. One might say lustard. <laughs> mustard? <laughs> shiny, shiny mustardy. <laughs> yes. Was it clicking? Tapping. I can't describe it, but the, f- but the feeling when we walked in was like a couple crashers walking into a chatty party and everyone stop, stopping what they were saying and looking at us. Almost the faintest echo of a, of a final sound, like a hundred fingernails tapping on a tabletop and then quiet. Did you hear that? I asked. No. I'm going to pause for a second. I do not like the way they say I was the floor moved. Honestly, that whole part could have been taken out, and it would have felt more <coughs> realistic or cohesive. Something just doesn't, I, I just don't really well, like that. 
yeah, that's the thing is this person is writing this down as an account of something that actually happened to them. Yeah. And humans don't write that way when they want to convince you that a story's true. Yeah. Right. This. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, you know what this makes me think of, um, because they were they were talking about idiosyncrasies uh, earlier on in the story. And honestly, what this sounds like to me is like a narration for a movie that like idiosyncratically interrupts itself when something is happening on screen in the narrative, you know, mm-hmm. like, but in, in, in the written form, it doesn't really make that much sense. It, it doesn't lend itself to the realism, like what you're saying. Because the visual isn't there. Yeah, exactly. Cause the visual isn't there. <clears throat> yeah. What um made him think that the house was going to collapse? Did it say that it was like dilapidated or anything? It it just said uh, it, it did say earlier her house oh, looked like it was going to collapse. Okay, yeah, I just missed that part then. Yeah, it it's very. I don't think it, it's such a bland sentence that this is this is just how I assume all Bostonians live. <laughs> <laughs> In dilapidated houses, eating beans, <laughs> moving floors. We, we should have slept in the car. My room was like a prison cell attached to the living room. Tom's room was only accessible from the screen porch. I took a look in and told him we should switch. If I'm not getting paid, at least give me the nicer room. You don't want this room. This is the room she hung herself in. We just stood there for a bit. The only thing missing from my room are bars on the window. That's so you can escape when her ghost comes for us. A ghost wouldn't be caught dead here. I went and unrolled my sleeping bag on the tiny bed in on the tiny bed in my room, then climbed in and lay there in the dark. After a while of everything being quiet, I started hearing the sound. It was like chittering and buzzing. <laughs> Freaking mosquito oh, excuse me. <laughs> Fucking mosquitoes. <laughs> Freaking mosquitoes. <laughs> Freaking that's what I thought. We were making we were making a joke earlier, like, okay, get all your cursing out. This is a Christian podcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, no, no, this sounds like a uh, four kids dub again. Oh, God. Freaking <laughs> mosquitoes. <laughs> I, I was going to edit this. I was at you guys. What you guys don't know is I edited this story ahead of time with Microsoft Silverlight. <laughs> oh, God. I pulled the sleeping bag over my head and tucked it under me to keep anything out. God. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta keep God out. (laughs) If I hadn't been so tired. Something bit me on the web of skin between my fingers. Oh, sorry. that (laughs) I read that weirdly. Something bit me. On the web of skin between my fingers. I woke up and was instantly in pain all over my legs, like a hundred needle pricks. My feet felt like I was standing in the sand at the beach with the water coming in and the mud squishing between my toes. All right, the beach actually came into play, Brandon. Congratulations. And my feet felt like I was standing in the sand on a bench in the water coming in. (laughs) (laughs) I jerked out of the sleeping bag and fell on the floor. I hurt my chin on something. I don't know what. I got a feeling, and checking my hand, there was a tiny red dot of a bug bite between my index and middle finger. Okay. I was I started looking at my hand to see where that would be. Then I looked at my legs, and they were dotted like a bad case of chicken pox, hundreds of little bite marks, and I looked at my sleeping bag again. Bugs. So... Is it bothering anyone else that they keep switching between whether or not they're putting the G's? Yeah. A little bit. I I think it's meant just to (coughs) create, um, uh, like a voice for him, make him sound Bostontonian, but it's not consistent, so. Well, well, it's, it's not bothering me as much because I drop my G's sometimes and sometimes I don't. Mm -hmm. It, It really heavily depends. And I think you can pretty, 
you can hear that in my voice pretty naturalistically. I don't think about it. I just do it. Yeah, but that's when you're speaking, right? Not when you're writing. Yes, and this is supposed to be written. But what one thing that I that is important about creepypastas is that um, what, one how they're presented to us, and so this is being presented in writing. I think that the story would uh, be doing itself favors if it was uh, narrated in some fashion. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's lending itself to that. Yeah, I would agree. Um, just getting, just skittering out of the bag, like. It was like a stream of them crawling over each other. Earwigs, hundreds of earwigs slithered out of the bag I'd been sleeping in. Uh, the house centipedes with them, wiggling along. This just tie, uh, this just tide of glistening bodies crawling out of the bag with me. I felt like I was going to puke and ran over to the room, ran uh, from the room, slamming the door shut. Have you guys ever seen House Centipedes? Yes. Mm, I've seen centipedes, but not in the house. The, okay. No, no, no. no, it's, no. A, it's a different species of centipede. They're terrifying. If, if you oh. have any... Um, fear of spiders in any way, I would not recommend Googling them. Yeah, the they're whole... pretty... That's, that's, that's fucking creepy. Just, just in general. This whole thing in general would just, like, I'd be like, done! Out! Oh, no, no more! No, I, I, I Googled it. I, I see these things quite often. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we've oh. had them in our, our apartment that we used to live in. Um, <laughs> that's why we moved. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen the picture. Oh, I have seen these things. Oh, dear God. <laughs> yeah, those, I, those things are horrible. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree completely. <laughs> oh, God. Everybody's even like, done. No, no. <laughs> that actually happened once. Yeah. <laughs> I was home alone. I was home alone, and there was a house in Tabid, and I literally left the house. I was like, nope, not handling this. And I left. <laughs> and no one's judging you. <laughs> that's okay if they do <laughs> I did not know that was what they were called I have, yes I have seen those many times and they're not exact I'm like nope nope see you in a way stay in a way mm-hmm. oh man I yeah this um, I, I there's some context for why I picked this story but um, I'll give that at the end um, it was morning. I went out through the porch and into Tom's room and shook him till he made a sound. Get out! You gotta <laughs> get out of your bag! Dude, what time is it? It's morning time, and you need to get out of the fucking sleeping bag, dude. My bag was full of bugs. I'm covered in fucking bug bites. Get the fuck out of the fucking fuck bag. <laughs> <laughs> How about I scooch over and make room for you in the fucking fuck bag? <laughs> Um, oh, Tom. <laughs> it's not it's not much of a fucking fuck bag if it's the only one person in it. My stomach hurts. Just give me a second. He didn't have any bugs in his fucking bag. I almost hated him for it. But then he complained again about his stomach hurting and pulled up his shirt and I saw these swollen marks all along the waistline of his pants. What the fuck, dude? We're not sleeping in this fucking house, man. Look at my legs. My bites weren't swollen, but they itched so bad. I wasn't I wasn't taking my bedroll home. No way in hell was I keeping it after seeing all those bugs crawl out of it. Burn it. Burn the whole house. Burn the Burn mother damn. <laughs> Burn the mother damn. That's my dream. When I fall asleep <laughs> I mean my dream is to burn it all down. When I fall asleep. <laughs> When I fall asleep, I'm back in that fucking bag, only I can't get out, and the earwigs and the centipedes are covering my feet and my legs and crawling up into my underwear and all over my chest, and then they're on my neck, on my arms, in my ears, and wiggling toward my nose, and I can't scream because they're, they'll be in my mouth, and no matter how much I thrash, the bag won't open, and they'll just keep crawling back over me. I can't dream that anymore. I spent a week telling myself it was just a dream, but I know they did crawl over me. They had to have been there all over me as they slithered into the warm, dark comfort of my bag. That actually, okay, that's a good sentence, because it actually made me think of that, and I'm like, uh, I actually am feeling uncomfortable, like, uh, 
They were trying to crawl up my butthole. <laughs> oh God. Maybe I wouldn't dream it. it uh, maybe I wouldn't dream it if Tom hadn't. I'm getting off track. We didn't find any bugs in Tom's room. He gave me his car keys, and I went into town and bought some cortisone. 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 Okay, now I've got it. I went. I went into town and bought some cortisone for him to put on the bites. When I got back, Tom was outside. He had his flashlight and was looking under the porch. He gave me his car keys, and I went back to town and bought some kerosene to put on the house. That way we could burn it down. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, it wouldn't burn. No matter how much kerosene we applied, it wouldn't burn. I got confused, and I looked up the realtor. Oh, <laughs> Jerisim Yakovlev. Mm. <laughs> oh, Christ. Come here. So I went. I looked. Wait a second. We we got to move out of this house and get to a bug-proof house. <laughs> so I bought a bug-proof house. With my infinite, because I'm infinitely flush with cash. Come here. So I went. I looked under the porch at what he was pointing at. The porch was raised on the concrete blocks because of the tilt on, of the ground. And we could see all the way under the house on the far side. There was this gray shit. It looked like crusted, packed mud. That's a hive, Tom said. I remember it felt like I just hit the peak on a roller coaster, and now the world is flying down at me. It's huge. There's no way I can do the enormity of this thing justice. It was spread across the underside of the house, from the edge of the base on deep into the darkness. Nothing was moving on it, but I looked at it long time, and I could see the little passing holes in it. Hundreds of holes. We're leaving. No shit we were leaving. I wanted to be home already. I waited while Tom used the cream I'd bought on his bites, which I knew now were stings. It was unnatural. I swear, the aggressiveness of the insect life in that house. Again, the, the way that they're showing their writing dialogue just doesn't make any sense. It's like, we're leaving. No shit, we're leaving. It's like, that... You you would write, he said we were leaving, and I was like, no shit, we're leaving. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that'd make more sense. Right. Uh, I ended up driving us back. Tom got awful cramps. Awful. Cram- oh, wait, that's you, David. Sorry. Awful cramps. He eventually had to lie down in the back seat, doubled over in pain. I pulled over at a rest stop and made him uh, let him check the spots out, but the swelling had gone down. He had those these stabbing pains in his gut, though. I told him we need to take him to a doctor. I want to see one myself. Fucking bites all over my leg. You gotta tell your parents to burn that fucking house to the ground. Believe me, I will. I went and had the bug bites checked on Saturday. I was fine. I had my first nightmare that night. Uh, back in the bag, being consumed by earwigs and centipedes. I called Tom to see if he had gotten checked, but he didn't answer. I called him again on Monday. When I talked to him, he sounded he sounded distant, like he was thinking about something else. I asked if he told his folks about the house, and he said he hadn't. Yeah, I just realized we actually have been kind of bulldozing through this, I think. And usually that means it's either really bad or pretty good. And I, 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 I'm thinking we're on the really good side. Which is a nice change of pace, I'm not going to lie. Well, I will say the concept of dreaming about being stuck in a bag full of bugs is utterly horrifying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The the house is described pretty well. Uh, I think my biggest problem is with how the story is being presented. Because sometimes it wants to do the, I'm in a mental institution and I'm high on drugs, and so this isn't coming out clear. And other times it wants to do the movie script like Eli was talking about. Yeah, I, I think that's, like, the the content I'm fine with, but it's it's the presentation and, like, just the, the voice um, is kind of all over the place. And like you're saying, if they're supposed to be super doped up and everything, I don't think that they would even necessarily have this level of clarity if they were... I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but... Well, it did say he would go back and edit some of it. Oh, but that's then, true. 
I think that, I, I'm not going to lie, that kind of sounds like he's trying to save his own ass. <coughs> yeah. Like, the yeah. that's the writer's way of saying, I'm saving my ass with this. Oh, man. I took the day off and went to see him on Wednesday. I buzzed him, but he didn't answer. I got into the building when someone else came out. I found his door was unlocked. He was sitting on the couch, staring at the wall, far wall. He looked gray. His skin, it wasn't pale or rotting or anything, but he did not look healthy. He hadn't cleaned up a, in a couple of days. The place stunk. He just sat there. Tom, we gotta get you to a doctor, dude. I'm fine now. Thanks. He sounded distant. I don't think he even saw me. You're not fine, dude. This isn't fine. You're getting some clothes and we're going to the hospital. Oh god, I let him out of my sight. This is my fault. I'm so sorry, Tom. I When I came back, he was gone. His door was open. I went outside and looked for him, but he wasn't anywhere. I waited for hours on the step to his building. Finally, I went home. I went, I went back after work on Thursday, but his door was shut and locked. I buzzed him, but got no answer. I called his cell and was directed straight to voicemail. I didn't know what to do. I was struggling to think. I'd been having the nightmare for days and had started refusing to sleep. I couldn't think straight. I should have called the police, but when I got home, I fell asleep on the couch and dreamed of being trapped in the bag again. I swear, when I woke up, it felt like the bites on my legs had returned. Friday. It was a week after that awful day. I was a zombie the whole day. My supervisor told me to go home. I was so tired, I missed the stop for Davis Square and found myself wandering to Alwife. Alewife. Alewife. My wife. Not even <laughs> thinking about uh, where I was going. Uh, the walking helped me think, though. And when I got home, I called Tom's folks. I told them Tom was sick. And I was worried about him. Um, I, I like the idea of your supervisor telling you to go home. Because if your supervisor's telling you to go home, you're sick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's me, right? Yeah. He did. He did sound odd uh, when he called last night. He called you. Did you? Did he tell you about the house? Well, I assume that was a joke. No, sir. You need to have that place raised. Raised? No. He didn't say anything about that. We joked about going to live there. I oh, hold on. I got a this is a dumb question. What does raised mean? Uh, destroyed. Oh, okay. That's all. <laughs> the opposite of raise. <laughs> so always be pay attention Bring to the context. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I I figured, but I didn't want to. No, that that's I, I fair. That's fair. I didn't want to like assume because I'm just like, it, this isn't a word I've heard before. So. Oh, and it's I, I and I've yeah. Strangely enough, I have not heard raised before. Mm. <laughs> I'm an English made. I, I have an English degree and have never heard raised. Have you read Abandoned by Disney? Because the word raised shows up in Abandoned by Disney. Uh, well. I, I, it was a while ago when I read Abandoned by Disney, and it was reading along to the three jackasses, uh, <laughs> reading it. <clears throat> no, that, that's fair. Uh, it probably came up, but that, bleh. raised. So if you're, someone's going to give you a raise, make sure it's spelled correctly, or else they might be giving you something else. I, I honestly don't think that was Tom. I don't think he was in control at that point. And whatever was in control intended to take him back to the house to live there. Poor Tom. Poor Tom. I went back to his place that afternoon and got in again. His door was unlocked, but he wasn't there. He had left a note on his fridge. You could tell he was fucked up. It was so hard to read. It said, I can feel them moving inside me. I can't stop it. I don't want to. Go. Bye. Uh, I like this. It's it's uh, itchy, tasty from Resident yeah. Evil. Mm -hmm. Scott came ugly face, so eat him. Mm-hmm. Yep. My friend Tom. Scott came ugly face, so eat him. Yep. How is this spot? 
More than the 4-Itchy Tasty, that's what stuck out to me. My friend Tom shot himself that weekend. They found his body in Cambridge with a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Just a body in an alley with a hole in its head. I didn't even know he owned a gun. The police didn't suspect foul play, but they did an autopsy because he looked like he'd been on drugs. When I called his folks to give him my condolences, I asked if they'd found drugs. They told me that the coroner had found a dozen dozens of large wasp larvae living inside him. Oh, God. They had been feeding on him from the inside, burrowing through his body. I told his parents to get that house burned to the ground. I wanted to add that they should piss on the ashes. I wanted to piss on the ashes. I don't know what they did about it. It may still be there, buzzing with life. I want to piss on the ashes. I want to poop on it, too. (laughs) Take a dookie on it. Um, Defecate all over it. Flip it off. Uh, uh, The floor moved. The The house took Tom's life. The bugs. And I can't sleep. I'm trapped in a bag, and they're getting in my mouth and my nose and my ears. They're moving across my skin, consuming me. I don't feel better. I just want to forget. How do I post this thing? I can't stand this room anymore. Credit to William Dalton. I actually liked it. It, it. I mean, it's very, it's real in terms of the story wise. It was still very simplistic and. Well, it it touches on a very primal fear, and that's being infested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, the reason I picked this, the reason I, I singled this particular story out is back when I f- was first looking for stories to do for Midnight Marinara, and this is back in 2013, um, I was poking around uh, creepypasta.com a bit, thinking of people to ask. And uh, this story had been recently uploaded at the time, and I read it when it was brand new, and I'd kind of forgotten about it, but then I stumbled across it again recently. And at the time, I remember enjoying this story and thinking it was effective at what it was trying to do. Um, so I figured I would kind of revisit it again now that I have a better understanding of the genre. And to be honest, while I, I can definitely see the flaws in it, I still I still actually like the story quite a bit. The story's problems are easy fixes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that they are glaring and big problems, but they're not structural ones. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No. The, the yeah, the st- content's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, the story itself is is effective and um, does make actually does make my skin crawl. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The part where the the wasp larva always gets to me. It's like, oh god, David, I this actually could make a good midnight marinara. I mean, it, possibly. No, because like like uh, uh, Eli said, like if it's it it does feel has that like if it was told like in a movie way. Um, it would make more sense, but I could see this as a radio play. Like it, it would, it would be reliant on the actor. I think. Yeah, it would. It would. Uh, and I don't think it would have a whole lot of editing, and and of course you're you're adapting it to audio, so you you solve the writing problems by saying the doctor wanted me to record this, you know. Instead yeah, of saying yeah. the doctor wanted me to write this down. I um, can't write it down. My hands are shaking too bad or something like that. And yeah. you, you can actually switch it between, if you want to, you could do it directly as monologuing or you can switch it between uh, like him monologuing versus like actual voice acting. There's a little there's, bit of past and present, like actually have a narrator, but the narrator is him telling the story. Yeah, there's a lot of good potential here, David, and especially yeah. since it's the another thing is this is a type of fear, like a scary thing that hasn't been touched upon, like like this, and it's actually a realistic fear that people have. Like, how many people do you know that are afraid of bugs? Like many, and yeah. this is actually something that like people are like. I, I know a ton of people who will not lick the envelope because or because um they've heard like there are like bug eggs in there. Really? And, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've I heard that people, too. 
I assume people didn't want to lick the envelope because they were afraid they were going to get poisoned from envelope glue. <laughs> Wait, so is lick the envelope slang for something? No, no, no. Like, literally, the an uh, envelope that you get to mail a uh, letter, like, there, there's this urban legend that they have, like, roach eggs or something in the glue, and that when you lick it, you'll, you know, start having these eggs growing in you. This is actual urban legend, and some people will not lick the envelope because of that. Okay, but what is the slang for? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> uh, I, I like... Th- this story has a lot of little lines that would seem throwaway, but they're stated, they're stated matter-of-factly, but they let you do some reverse engineering on the story, like... Um, I didn't even know he owned a gun. That and upon itself kind of tells you a story when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's quite a few little moments like that in, throughout the story. And I think the ending is ju- is the perfect amount of ridiculous because the rest of the story, barring the grammatical problems I keep harping on about, is uh, believable. And when you just inject that little bit of bullshit, it it really brings a story to life. Would you say... Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm done. I was going to say, would you say this is then a Ashcan story? Yes. Uh, On the precipice of not being, but I think it still would qualify as that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because it's something that you would see on an episode of House... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Well, we definitely know by the end of it that it's not lupus, so we know Dr. House was right. <laughs> I, it, it, there was actually an episode where it turned out to be lupus. Well, it turns out the title is The Crawling House of Black Pond Road, and that oh, has nothing to do with the house. It, it, it's got that name. It's because on Black Pond Road, if you go there at a certain time of night, you can see um, Dr. House crawling on all, all fours <laughs> down the road. I- I now want to see Hugh Laurie crawling on all fours, like as like a like hissing cockroach. You should do it. Okay, you should do it. Like, have you ever? Have you guys ever seen like um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch doing the motion capture for Smog in The Hobbit? <laughs> no. What? No. Uh, he did, I, I didn't realize he did mocap for that. I thought he just did the voice. He, no. No, he did the mocap for it, and he's wearing the mocap suit, and he's like on all fours, like hissing and like thrusting his body around and looking like he's humping the floor and i just want to see i want to see that with hugh laurie now in the context of this story oh yes i want to see that with hugh laurie in the context of the story (laughs) hugh laurie in the context of this story there's a great uh choose your own adventure youtube video that neil cicerica did that happens to have hugh laurie as a character in it but the best part about that whole mocap thing was the comment that said, see, look at this. Benedict Cumberbatch gets t- paid millions of dollars to, you know, hump the floor and hiss like a weirdo. And yet, when I do it at my cousin's wedding, I get kicked out. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, how about uh, freshness ratings, everybody? Uh, I give it uh, North American Wasp out of That Should Be an Animal Facts episode. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we haven't had wasps yet. No. I don't know if I could watch an episode about wasps. (laughs) Wasps freak me out. Uh, They freak me out, too. (laughs) I hate wasps. Wasps are assholes. They don't deserve deserve facts. Here's the... Here you go. Ready? Here's your facts about wasps. Facts. Fact. They're the fucking devil. <laughs> could, could, you ha- all. could you have an episode on wasp done two Tuesdays from now? Um, we already have the next set of six made. Oh, Good. dang. They're much ahead of us. My, 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 taper, my taper request comes before the wasps. <laughs> <laughs> Tapers are beautiful but, animals, and they squeak, and they're half pig, half elephant, all cute. So, 
But we can put both of those in the next set of six. There you go. Yeah. So now you've, so, you've already knocked out two of the of the four I have to decide on. So happy to help. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or you could, or you could do house centipedes and horrify yourself. Oh gosh, <laughs> I have a hard time doing the insect episodes. Actually, there's a, a documentary about Japanese spider fighting that uh, a, a, a document. Yeah, did I say documentary? A documentary yes. about Japanese spider fighting that is horrifying to watch because it has all kinds of close-ups on spiders doing sumo wrestling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> see it's that, fine that, when, when when you see uh like the big like hercules beetles doing it but like spiders Ew. <laughs> mm. um, i think i give this a benedict cumberbatch out of hugh Laurie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> i would reverse that because i would think hugh Laurie would go in benedict cumberbatch <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Laurie would be the top. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hugh or Laurie would be the mocap of Benedict Cumberbatch's CG model. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Don't die, David. I'm okay. I'm, I'm getting over a cold. So. Uh, I brought him because I love him. Uh, Eli, what do you think? What's your freshness rating? Uh, I think I would give this a multitude of wasp larva of, out of get that the fuck out of my body. Because <laughs> that, that is a legitimate, like, it's like you said before, it's a really primal fear of, like, being infested or, or having parasites or anything, and that's something that really hits home for me. Like, the idea of something else living inside of you, just, uh-uh. I think that goes along with my holes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you you got that too? Like the uh-huh. did the whole image yeah. of like the huge gray thing pockmarked with holes? Yeah, mm-hmm. especially yeah, if yeah. it's like organic. Yeah, Ugh. it's it's horrible. Ugh. Yeah, there's a name. You have for that, that. A li- only a little bit. There's a name for that though. It's trypophobia. I don't have it bad, but you know, like okay, so you know those like frogs. Yeah, I might have mentioned that on the show before. Those frogs that give like they have the holes on their back and they're like they're like tadpoles eventually come out of there after they like incubate yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like just just like like I, like I have goosebumps right now just because of it. Mm-hmm. Like I can't. It, like there there are times that I've been cut, kept up at night because of holes. <laughs> you must really... you you must really like that like that book. The Lewis Sacker book, yeah. <laughs> just, I, I know, I. Okay, cre- this, this is the credit. This is the credit to David in this episode. He, he was making that joke before I was, and I interrupted him. <laughs> I'll, David I'll wake up. Actually, made a, a, a funny before dead palette. I'm so proud of you, David. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! I made the funny. <laughs> But no, it, 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 I think everyone has that phobia a little bit at least. It's yeah. Me. Some people have said... Right? <laughs> it's not exactly like... He is an actual yeah. cannibal, so... <laughs> That's what I hear. I, I do not... Uh, I, I wouldn't say fear. I would say arousal about what? being infested. What the- Oh, I thought you meant about Shia LaBeouf. I was going to say that's the duality, you know, fear and arousal. Yes. <laughs> of now being if... invested by Shia LaBeouf. I, I was going to say that. Now, if Shia LaBeouf had an ovipositor, that'd be great. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up by saying I give this story uh, one dead ant out of a fireproof house. <laughs> This is Can one of those ask- cases where a fireproof house is a bad thing. Oh, yes. Need a bugproof house. Yeah, yes. so Jerisim. Or Gerasim. Or, no, Jerisim. 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 Get on that, buddy. That You'll get even more money that you can then spend obsessing over your favorite TV show. <laughs> uh, t- <laughs> so, we're, we're plugging a thing today. What are we plugging today? Plugging animal facts. 
Yep. Animal Fact Files. Woo! Show on YouTube. You learn stuff about animals. It's good. <laughs> we, we both narrate um, every other episode. You know, every other episode? I don't, yeah. How do you say that? Op- opposing episodes? That sounds like they're fighting. But if you say every other episode, it sounds like the other ones don't have narration. <laughs> they're just pictures. I don't... Words are hard. We take turns <laughs> narrating the episodes. There you go. We're really good at it, obviously. We're good with the words. <laughs> there, There's an episode about sun bears... Because sun bears are cool. Sun bears are pretty cool. Yeah, they are. They are the superior bear. While also being the smallest bear. Mm-hmm. Did you talk about how in some places people eat sun bears as a delicacy? Um, oh, I kind of briefly talked about how they're basically poached for their um bile. bile. So it's it's kind of like a little bit in there. Oh, uh, okay. Because that's really sad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like they, they eat their paws, right? Mm-hmm. I that's what I thought. It's like a weird, it's like a weird delicacy thing. It's like um, among those those weird things that you get apparently from from the weirdest animals. And I mean, you think about you know the medicinal property, the so called medicinal properties of rhino powdered rhino horn, and it's supposed to <laughs> help your. Uh, you know, PP. <laughs> it's supposed to help your penis get bigger. Can't discuss that here. This is a Christian podcast. <laughs> Save the rhinos. Uh, Where you say the word penis? We're, we're also pushing chin strap penguins really hard. Oh yeah, chin oh, strap yeah. penguins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I actually have something to plug. What? Yeah. Oh, I think I know what you're gonna plug. Yes, I think you do too. Yes, I will help you plug it. But you Sweet. go. It's your, it's your okay. show. So I am um, starting a new podcast or hosting a new podcast uh, along with David and Sade and Chelsea uh, Comer, uh, Brandon's girlfriend, called Darkly Lit, where we will analyze uh, horror, sto- or horror stories monthly. Um, it'll actually be kind of like a, a book club. But it, we, it'll be all any type of horror literature, and we will specifically literature. Yeah, and we will um, actually uh, connect more with the fans on this or the listeners on this. Uh, we would like, we would love for you guys to um, s- send in uh, any comments on the story that's being read or. Any questions as well? Uh, we would love to get suggestions. Uh, we'll eventually do a, a poll from the suggestions, and you guys get to pick what the next month's going to be. This the story coming up that we'll be reading is "Out the Mountains of Madness" by H.P. Lovecraft. Um, but you can uh, uh, for the next story, um, you can or. If you if you have any sorry if you have any comments or questions about HB Lovecraft's at the Mountains of Madness, uh, feel free to email us email us at uh, darklylitpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, or um, I think by this point we should have a tw- uh, a Twitter and a Facebook. Uh, I know the Twitter will be at darklylitpod. Um, and then. Uh, hopefully the website will be up by the time this is open as well. And you can find that on the Witching Hour Podcast's uh, main website. I'll make sure that uh, there will be links in the description. And, oh, oh, uh, just to be clear, um, the first episode will come out on June 13th. Sweet. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty stoked for it. Um, I, I am too. <laughs> covered it very well. Cool. Well, um, I, I have a, a thing to plug too. I'm also going to be doing a, a podcast called Brightly Lit Podcast, <laughs> uh, and it's me and three other people that are illiterate. And what we're going to do <laughs> is uh, review a book uh, without reading it. 
we're going to do it like we're faking a book report. So we're going to look at spark notes and the back of the book and try and convince people we read the book. Make sure you pay, make sure you pay a special attention to the part where they judge the book by its cover. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I, would, I would totally just, listen to the shit out of that podcast. That sounds amazing. It's just people stalling. It's like, so what do you think? Uh, <laughs> uh, so the cover illustration really informs my viewing of the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, I, I actually do support you making this, Brandon. I totally do. It'll go on the back burner with all of our other ridiculous podcast ideas, like the podcast. <laughs> Talking about centaurs. Talking about centaurs. Yeah. <laughs> and the nodcast. The nodcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. And of course, there's the mm. broadcast. Where we cast the rod. Yep. Oh it's my a, god! It's a, it's a David, fishing put podcast. Put a bullet in this one. Click, click. Uh, I want thank uh, I, thank you, uh, Eli. Thank you, uh, Kylie, for joining us once again. Yeah, thanks for having us on again. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm. Uh, we will do this. Let's do this again sometime. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <I love you. laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs>